business of drag and me with your host, the wonderful Brayden. We'll talk about taxes. We'll talk about business. We'll talk about life. Spill the tea. See you there. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the Business of Drag podcast and YouTube show where I, your host, Brayden, am here as usual to break down the legal, tax, and finance topics. Now, hopefully you've been following along. I'm doing a, uh, I want to say nine-part intro series, but that that keeps changing. I think in the introduction, I said this was a 12-part series, um, but as I've been recording the videos, I've been condensing some subjects eliminating some, you get the picture. So it will be however many it it ends up being. But if you missed the welcome and the first part, make sure you go back and watch these sequentially because they build on one another. So that is fairly important. The goal in this series is to give you essentially like a core curriculum. So like a core curriculum of content that you can go through to understand like how small businesses, freelancers should operate here in the US. Some of these things are things that you have to do while others are just things that you should do, best practices, so to speak. But either way, it's going to be really helpful when I mention in my interviews with uh, other queens, entertainers, individuals, when I reference, you know, things like LLCs, bank accounts, bookkeeping, you'll have some background knowledge on these. And also it's going to help you set them up yourself, which is great. You should know by now that we are going through the framework in my book, Unfuck Your Biz, Um, We've covered essentially the first nine chapters of content so far. So if we're looking at it from that perspective, we're a little over halfway. And today we're going to go through what's in chapter 10, which is the small business blueprint. Before I get to that, I want to highlight where we've come in the framework so far. So in my book, I teach what I call the unfuck your biz framework. It's a five part framework for you to uh, put the finances back together with legal and tax strategies. I had to read my own subtitle there. almost forgot what it was. So the goal is we go through part one, which is all about learning and understanding our general tax systems and business liability. As part of that process, you really learn how quarterly estimated taxes work, how much you should be saving and how that's all based on your household take-home income, all that good stuff. So we cover that in the first few videos. And then in the last video, we went through back taxes. So if you have back tax issues with the IRS, it's important that you don't delay getting on that any longer. You need to get it together, my friend. Okay. I know it's not very fun, but I have a lot of resources to help you. So go watch that video, drop some comments if you have questions. Okay. Now we're building on that with our business blueprint. So what the business blueprint is, it's all of the steps you would take if you're going to legally form a business, right? Here with uh, with like drag entertainers, I know there's kind of this, um, there's this gap, right? So some of you may not think of yourselves as business owners. Some of you may not, may not even think of yourselves as freelancers. But I'm going to argue that if you're probably, if you are listening to a show called Business of Drag, you're kind of beyond just dabbling in drag, right? Like you're actually trying to make some money. And if you're trying to make some money, then in the eyes of the IRS, you have 
a business, right? If you have a profit motive, you have a business and you're going to owe business related taxes. So with that in mind, really you're doing yourself a disservice not to, to, to not treating yourself like a business because you're going to make things more complicated. Things are going to be a mess during tax season. You're not going to be maximizing your deductions, all this good stuff. Okay. So we're going to start with the assumption that you do have a business. Now, what does a business need to do? These are kind of the requirements and we're going to go through them. So the business blueprint is made up of 14 steps in the following order. I have a fun graphic for you, of course. So we'll pop that up on the screen and I'm going to read through these quickly and then we'll go through them one-on-one -on -one or one by one. Yeah. So get a registered agent, choose your business name and check on availability. Determine what type of entity you want and file uh, articles with your state. Obtain an employment identification number. File for a seller's permit. Get a fictitious business name license. Obtain a business license or tax certificate. Draft operating agreement. Draft meeting minutes. File statement of information. Pay annual franchise tax. File S-Corp election. Open bank accounts and set up payroll. Now, that's a lot of steps, but... Don't worry, because all of these may not apply to you. In fact, I would say at least half of these, probably more, we're going to go through them one by one, uh, are pertinent only to those of you who want to form LLCs. And we talked about what LLCs are, I believe, in our part four video. So go back and watch that to determine if you would want an LLC. Most of you are likely going to be sole proprietors until you're ready to form an S-Corp, which maybe never uh, in your career as a drag professional, or it may be right now, maybe you're already making enough money and you need to do that, in which case you can follow these steps. All right. So step one, uh, this is for people who want to form an LLC. So get a registered agent. What is a registered agent? A registered agent is a person who's responsible for receiving service or process for you if you are ever sued. You've probably or maybe seen in movies where someone says you've been served, they hand someone with like a stack of papers or an envelope. They say you've been served. Those are the legal papers that let someone know that they have been formally sued because as a legal requirement in the United States, if someone sues you, you have to be physically delivered notice of that lawsuit so that we can guarantee that you've been notified, you're aware of the fact that you've been sued and so that you have time to respond to that lawsuit. So that's called service of process. Your registered agent is the person on paper who's responsible for receiving that service of process. Typically that would be you, but you could make it not you. If you travel, like if you're traveling all the time, you'd probably want to hire someone else to do it. And there are companies that specialize in this. They charge about $50 a year. So if you're going to form an LLC, you need to have a registered agent first. If you're going to be your own registered agent, you don't really need to do anything here. If you want to hire someone, you would just Google like California corporate registered agent and sign up. Pretty easy. So next, uh, again, step two, step two and three are both for LLCs as well. If you want to form an LLC, you need to check to see if your LLC name is available. So for example, my LLC name is just Braden Drake LLC. So if I wanted to form that as in the state of California, I would Google like California LLC search, and then I would search Braden Drake LLC. If the name's not taken, then I know that it's available. Note though, that having an LLC name does not entitle you to any trademark protection. That's a whole different process for which you would need an intellectual property attorney. 
And if you ever would like to trademark something, feel free to message me on any of the social platforms and I can give you a referral to a fabulous trademark lawyer. So once you've checked your name availability, again, if you would like to form an LLC, you can file your articles of organization with the state. And that sounds... That sounds very sophisticated and very complicated, but it's not. Uh, it's just an online application in the vast majority of states where you go to the, your Secretary of State website, you find the uh, area where you can file your LLC. It's going to ask you a series of questions. What's your LLC name? Who is the registered agent? What's your mailing address? Social security number of the owner, those types of things. You fill it all out, you file it, and typically within a week, you have your LLC. Pretty simple. Next, uh, you're going to obtain an employment identification number. So this is called an EIN. It's like a social security number for your business. That's all it is. You do it through the IRS website. It is free. Do not pay any online websites to do an EIN for you. It is super unnecessary. You're essentially just giving them money in order to answer questions to them for them to then relay that information to the IRS when you could just go to the IRS directly and answer the questions on their website and have your EIN instantaneously. All right. So get your EIN. This is something that you have to do if you want to form an LLC, but that you should do if you're going to be a sole proprietor. And the reason why I say should do is because I'm going to recommend that everyone have a business bank account. We will talk a lot about that. And in order to get a business bank account, you need to have an EIN. Okay, so get an EIN, step number four. Step five, file for a seller's permit. A seller's permit is required in most states if you have sales subject to sales tax. So if you live in California and sell physical products in California, you need a seller's permit. Now, I this is something I should start asking in my interviews with all the queens who come on the podcast if they have a seller's permit. I, I would probably edit the question edit the question out if they tell me no, or I'd keep it in if they're like comfortable. But my guess would be most people are not getting seller's permits. Okay. Unless you have like an actual company like Trixie or Kimchi Cosmetics, like an actual cosmetics company, uh, or like you do music and you sell physical albums and records, like something like that. But I doubt most people are getting a seller's permit for the merch that they're selling through their website. Um, and I'm not going to say that that's like, okay, but I will say that that could and would probably fly under the radar for a really long time. All right. Also, I should know if you're selling on um, these websites, if you have like a Shopify website or um, I'm trying to think like Redbubble, I know some people do their merch through there. I don't know about like drag queen, drag queen merch, how do some of these different websites work? But I know if you sell through like Shopify and Etsy, they usually have integrated tools to handle the sales tax for you. And if they're collecting it and paying it, you probably don't need to worry about it. But this is just something I want you to keep top of mind. If you're going to be selling a lot of merch in your home state, you may need to get a seller's permit. Next is a fictitious business name license. So this one is actually interesting for drag professionals in particular, because most often your drag name is not going to be your legal name. So if you're operating uh, under, I'm just going to use the last person I interviewed for the podcast. So I think that was Fina. So I interviewed Fina Barbital recently. Um, Fina Barbital is not Fina's legal given name. So if Fina wanted to open a business bank account in order to deposit funds, 
uh, then FINA would likely need to get a fictitious business name license or a DBA with the county. And all that is, is a formal application that you fill out to say that um, this individual with this legal name owns this uh, business entity's sole proprietor structure with this fictitious name. All right. Because otherwise, this is the easiest way I can put it. If I wrote FINA a check and said, hey, I want you to come perform. I got this thing, whatever. And I wrote a check and made it out to FINA Barbital and FINA took it to the bank account. And then they asked for FINA's driver's license. That's not likely going to be the name that appears on the driver's license. So the fictitious business license is what shows that the person with this driver's license or ID owns this entity with this other name. So hopefully that helps. Um, I go into a lot more detail about that in the book. So grab a copy if you want to learn more. So we have our fictitious business name license. Next is business license or tax certificate. Now, this is another one like the seller's permit where a lot of people probably need to have this, but most people probably don't. A business license or tax certificate is a local requirement, typically under your city. So here in the city of California, if you're operating a business and they use a very broad general term for what operating a business means, even if you're operating out of your own home, if you have an intent, if you have an intent to be making uh, money as a service provider, freelancer, whatever, then you're required to get a business license. And that's like 50 or $60 a year. Um, I know a lot of people who never get them. It's not an issue for them. But I also know people who haven't gotten them and they end up getting letters with penalties. Um, how the city tracks those folks down, I'm not sure. What I'm not sure about um, is... If the business license in particular is ever asked for of drag professionals, I doubt it. But to give a comparison here, I work with a lot of wedding professionals in my other business. And most venues, in order for a photographer to go take photographs at a venue for a client, that venue will often require for the photographer to show proof of insurance and their business license. So... I doubt that's happening in this industry, but if yes, that's another reason why you might need it, okay? The next requirements, I'm gonna skim over uh, very briefly, operating agreement and meeting minutes. These are internal document requirements for LLCs. If you're not doing an LLC, you won't need them. They're pretty templated docs that you have just to show that you're managing your company properly. A statement of information, uh, some states call that an annual report, and then an annual franchise tax are additional requirements for LLCs as well. If you want to become an S-corporation, go back to our video where I di dived into what an S-corp is to determine if that might be the right next step for you. Although remember, I did say, if you want to actually form one, I would definitely hire someone. You can hire me, I can help you. But once you're ready for an S-Corp, you will file your S-Corp election after you do all of those above mentioned steps. And then finally, we have steps 13 and 14, which are, well, no, just step 13 is applicable to everyone. And that is to open your business bank account. All right, I think I've talked in previous videos about why business bank accounts are so helpful. Um, I know I talk a lot about that on TikTok, so you can go follow me there to hear me rant about business bank accounts. And then finally, step 14 is only going to apply to those of you that have an S corporation, and that is to set up payroll. So if we want to do a quick review, and I just want to pull out the things that are only going to be relevant if you're a sole proprietor, meaning you're not going to form an LLC, an S corp, a C corp, any of those things, it would be get your EIN, look into a seller's permit, look into a business license, 
and then open your bank account. That's it. And most likely, I know that you're probably only going to do step one and step four. You know, most likely. That's probably what you're going to do. Uh, another note I have, you can see it maybe in the book if it will zoom in. Uh, it says, stop paying, for stop paying for bullshit. This is a podcast that I've recorded on my other podcast. It's a very popular one. Um, and I think one of my previous clients slash students, Karen, who's the owner of Golden Coast Marketing, said it really well. When she told me the online filing services, you can probably think of these companies. I get ads for them on my YouTube, the companies that will like do your LLC for you. Uh, she said, online filing services are kind of like car mechanics. If you're not an expert yourself, how do you know what you actually need? Do you need seven repairs and add-ons? Are the wheels going to fall off without this one repair? Or does it serve to give me an extra 0.1 second off my zero to 60 time? in which case I don't need it. So you get the picture. When you go online to file your business with these various companies, they're going to sell you a bunch of shit that you don't need. And they might skip over steps that you do need. And they typically do not advise you or give you updates when you need to file extra licenses. So I've worked with a lot of people who form businesses that end up getting dissolved for non-compliance. They're paying $300 a year for registered agent services where they could get the same level of service for $50 a year, you get the picture. So my word of advice is just don't use them. Most of these steps, particularly if you're going the sole proprietor route, are things that you can do totally on your own. Even the LLC, most of the steps are pretty simple, but some of those contractual documents, I do recommend paying for those, in which case you can always talk to me because I sell all these resources on my website at a pretty reasonable rate. So that is uh, all I have for this video. I'm just skimming through the chapter of the book to make sure that I briefly covered everything. I think I did. Yes, I did. So that was great. So that's all for our small business blueprint. Uh, in our next video in this intro, intro series, we're going to be covering cash flow. So this is where stuff um, I think starts to get more interesting or at least it's where you all will probably say, oh, this, this I need, this I definitely need. Up until now, it's things that like I'm telling you that you need, that I'm hoping, it's advice that I'm hoping that you will heed. And from here on out, it's things that like I probably am not going to need to convince you on. Hopefully that makes sense. So that episode will be out in two weeks. If you haven't noticed already, uh, these intro episodes are coming out on an every other week basis. I'm alternating them with guest interviews. So stay tuned for part seven in two weeks, and I hopefully will see you next week for my next interview. Hi everyone, it's me, Robin Soccer from the cast of season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you need help doing your taxes? Of course you do. You're stupid, but you're pretty. You might be a drag queen and you can do dips and splits and all of that other stuff. You can grab a dollar, two dollars, but are you paying Uncle Sam? If you don't know how, you need help, and that's why you need Business of Drag. That's right, you need business of drag. Taxes are a drag, tune in for help from a pro. All right, all you drag performers out there, taxes are stressful. We all know tax season. Taxes are stressful, stress causes wrinkles, and filler is not deductible. Hire us for help. You need it. You really, really do. Hey everyone at home, ooh, there goes my titty. That is not deductible. Okay. Hey everybody, it's me, Robin Soccer from the cast season. Oh, sorry. Hey everybody, it's me, Robin Soccer from the cast season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I'm here to tell you that if you're stupid and pretty just like me, you might need help on your taxes, because taxes are a drag, but you need to tune in for help. Oh, motherfucker. I, God damn it, I got this wrong. Okay, one more time. Sorry. 
Hi everyone, it's me, Robin Sorry for the cast season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. You guys, if you're like me, you're beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, stunning. People run down the street just to get a look at you. But you're also insanely stupid and not good at doing things like math or handling your money. That's why Business of Drag is here. Taxes are a drag. Tune in for help from a pro. Might I add, taxes are stressful. Stress causes wrinkles and filler is not deductible. No, no deductee. Hire us for help. You need it. Business of drag! Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Or Uncle Sam will do, do a split on your throat, metaphorically speaking. Do your taxes.